0: Hello everybody. Yeah, it is Thursday. It's 9 pm here in the UK. So that means, of course, it's UK Cowboys time. How are we doing then, Cow Pokes? I'm still
1: <laughs> recovering. Still, still recovering. <laughs> in fact, yeah. actually, before we actually kind of just went live there, our good friend Steve just messaged just had this comment in. the guys, great job last week. Hope you all caught him to sleep. So uh yeah, and same with uh, Austin there and and as per usual, Mr. DJ Dog. Thanks again, guys. Mm-hmm. Guys, thanks again for throwing by in the show, man. We had an absolute blast. We just hope that you guys did. Hey, right.
0: And that's really as much you know, as much fun as we had. That's really I mean, we was doing it, you know, so people like in the UK Cowboys group had something throughout the entire day to watch and made a bucket load of money for the NHS.
1: Absolutely. What was the total amount that we missed?
0: I don't know. Jamie's going to check check on it tomorrow morning because tomorrow morning it gets submitted, and then he will put in a a thing, and we get a a proper um, plaque as well from from them to say thank
1: you, like a recertification. That's that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. He spoke to that. I I spoke to Jamie today before he got inebriated uh, because it is, of (laughs) course, the Godfather's birthday, so that's why he's not here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So everyone. If you can wish Jamie a wee happy birthday, when it would mean a lot to him. And that, even though you probably won't see any messages right there because he's going to get absolutely pissed at his fi- face right now, but still.
0: <laughs> I think he, I think he already is. Uh, he said they're having a curry and a beer, which means there's not going to be much curry and a lot of beer.
1: i uh, that's exactly what I was trying to think.ing You're talking about at least ten beers and maybe like a bite of curry. Yeah,
0: it is yeah. the way it usually goes with yeah, it. Right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, make sure you got your phone on silent or put him on block. That's what I usually do. <laughs> That's
1: different. what I've done already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Great minds think alike. But, guys, yes, it is the uh, post-draft show. So get your quotes and your comments in about what you like, what you dislike. Um, not just about the Cowboys draft. Draft overall. Are there, are there teams that you... We're surprised with i was surprised with the bears i had an absolute stormer of a draft <laughs> that was crazy um but yeah just get them in and we'll fling them up if you've got any questions as well um we'll put that up as well um but yeah uh first of all um let's start off i tell you what let's start off backwards i'm gonna ask you both what did you both like about this year's NFL draft? Just overall in general?
1: In general, I, I'm yeah. just glad I'm just glad there was people. I thought again. Fans that was
0: good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fans
1: like it made a hell of a difference. I actually felt like watching an NFL draft again. Like there was the build up, there's the fan interaction. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. So it was so glad to see that actually come back in um <clears throat> from, from a cowboy's perspective first day really enjoyed it second day mm, later rounds to be honest i, I kind of i was struggling from the from the sleep pattern so i didn't watch <laughs> all of it i just basically just got the updates from my phone to see who we drafted so yeah but most importantly i felt it was though that we addressed the defense easily <laughs> in this <laughs> draft
0: yeah i i, I... I mean, I'll come to you now, Lorna, uh, just to touch on what you're saying there. That a lot of people are complaining about the draft, and I, I have a really good way of putting it. That it wasn't good, it wasn't bad, it was a necessary draft. That's the best way to describe it.
2: Yeah, I mean, the the one thing I've seen that um, one of the other sort of podcasts that I listened to, they. Um, linked to some guy on Twitter who'd actually gone and compiled the the grades for um, all the teams over 18 different media outlets and everything like yeah. that. And Cowboys, I think, ranked about 27th of 32 from that, with grades ra- ranging from A down to a D. So, and, you know, it, it wasn't – what got me was there was about three A's, there was an A-minus, and then everything else was C's and D's and D pluses and all that. Yeah. So, but there was an article also on The Athletic this week that um, all the general managers were actually polled about uh, which team they thought had one of the best drafts. And the Cowboys actually, within the front offices, uh, came out positive on that they had a very good draft as far as they're concerned and i mean you know we were never going to be picking players you know, the, the, the pick the picking in the sean right and at the back end of the third round nobody was going to pick him up there um because you know very few people were going for six foot four corners um, and all, all it takes, I mean, you look at the, who was it? It was the Raiders who took uh, Leatherwood in the first round. Yeah, like, what the, oh, the hell was
0: that?
1: That is a typical example of the Raiders being the Raiders every single year in the draft. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> like, if, if that's one thing you can give the Raiders doing, it's making obnoxious draft picks every year. They're f- more <laughs> famous for that than their actual bloody owner
2: right now.
0: Honestly, <laughs> I know,
2: but but I mean the th- the thing is, if you if you got your eyes set on a player, and I mean obviously we had our eyes set on Nishon Wright,
0: yeah,
2: you want to take him at a point where you know nobody's going to even think about picking him up. So yes, you maybe are going to reach and back end of the third round is you know as Dane said, you know he's only looked at, he's looked at the tape. He didn't dislike the guy, but, no. You know, he he graded against the other corners in the draft. Yes, he was he was only going to be twenty eighth or whatever it was in terms of the ranking of the corners. But you know, again, it's all scheme fit and everything like that. So when when you're going to a cover feed that we know that Dan Quinn likes this um, larger corner that can eat up space when the ball's in the yeah. air and get your hands up and you've
0: long you know, strides
2: arm yeah. length
1: that's the, that's the biggest length. Thing I, yeah. that, was, that was the yeah. biggest thing i've heard a lot <laughs> uh, and and that was mainly from skip bayless he talked about arm length, arm length feel like okay yeah. like but if there was one thing like i don't know about you guys but if there's one thing i noticed from all the defensive players that we did draft you could say some of them brilliant some of them like that. we could have got him in the fifth round yeah, but, yeah. if there's one characteristic you can really see about every single one of these players they're nasty every single one of them has like a like a nasty streak on them and that's and and that's definitely something that's going to be changing in our defense as a team it's definitely i think it's going to be a big massive culture change going forward with dan quinn coming in now which i'm really i'm happy about but uh, you will probably touching this in a bit of regards to the latest news because I'm still yeah, quite because yeah. uh, I'm yep. gonna be up. am <laughs> there's one thing I'm upset about but Mike will introduce me into well, that.
2: B- before we move or yeah we'll, we'll hit on. the news
0: in a minute yeah, yeah. On.
2: piggybacking on that the the news that this player's been cut when Sean Lee retired and he was asked you know who's going to lead the who's going to lead the defense going forward. This player that we're about to talk about was one of the ones that Sean Lee said was going to be a, a leader in the locker room.
1: Yeah. So
0: yeah.
2: But you know we're not we've not got Garrett guys anymore. We've got guys that are going to, you know, inst- instill a bit of chippiness on the field and um you know ho- hopefully get that aggression going so that we're yeah. we're a lot a more aggressive on defense.
0: Yeah. Uh, and like, like I say, it was a necessary draft. You can say what you want with it. But yeah, I mean, the best way as well that you can say it is that I've got it as a C plus draft. Right. I'm the same. That is that, yeah. that, 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 that for me, though, is the, the, the level of it. Right. But based on the potential of what some of these guys had, that can go up to an A grade. And you can say that about a lot of drafts. You you can say about a lot of, but this one in particular, very much so. They've taken guys with very high ceilings and very low floors.
1: Yeah, like I think what yeah. we did, I thought what we did in the first round was brilliant. Like, even though we traded down with our arch enemies, the Eagles, but when you really do think about it, where we're going to, uh, like, um, Devontae Smith was going to either go to the Giants or Eagles anyway. So basically, yeah, we got, a, yeah, we got, yeah. a, we got a, an extra pick for free, pretty much, for trading down two places, because they two were going to, Battle out, yeah, yeah. So I'm happy with that. The fact that we just got something for absolute nothing, but we, but we're going into the second round. Uh, Joseph, aka the rapper guy, I can't even remember what his rapper name is. But um, boss man
0: fat, boss,
1: boss man, man fat. Boss yeah. man fat. Uh, <sighs> we clearly got someone else. I'm trying to remember the other
2: cornerback. What, what was his name? Um, we we, tr- we tried to cha- uh, trade up for Campbell
0: from Georgia. Yeah. Right, and then we so, were gonna take Mo Rig, who went one pick before.
1: Yeah. So radar screwed us in that one big time. So yeah. um there was that. Uh, the third round, however, and I was talking with like that uh, <sighs> J all the yeah. guys all, all the guys from the star gang. I was on This show. one was
0: a tricky one. This was like, the third but, round is trickiest.
1: Yeah, yeah. So basically and they hashtag it as Reach City. Yeah. Yes, and, and, I, and, either, and, 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 and I can't argue with that at all. No, that, that whole third round was a complete it's like, why we could have Confusion. got him, the, we could have got him the fourth and the fifth, Yeah. You know? but, but, but the I, same I thing. I do there. have
0: so, though, I do have a take a take on that on those third round picks that will help. Sort of as soon as you say it, you'll go, ah, um, but we'll get to that in a minute because we'll go through each individual pick. We'll start with, as we do, though, with every uh, episode, the news and uh, new and updates. That's (laughs) correct. (laughs) (laughs) And I am not going to change that. That's staying up there right now. So the new and updates of uh, today's show, that is, um, we'll blame that on exhaustion. There we go. Um, So first of all, Dak has been in the news this week talking about his health. Uh, Fully healthy. He said that he's ready to play. He's ready to go in a game right now. Said if I was to go in a game, I feel like I could be successful. So looking smart, looking good. Big one, though, a cap cut. They are already in. Jerry is taking it to the house. He knew it was going to happen.
1: I would say it's more Steven than this one, to be honest. But
0: It very much could be, but you just knew that this was coming as soon as it all kicked off. So, to start off with, Antoine Woods was cut, nose tackle. That's probably the biggest shocker. Um, next, Adam Redmond, who was cut as well. Uh, the other cuts, though, were cornerback Savion Smith, uh, defensive tackle, Walt Palmore. Defensive end, Ladarius Hamilton, which is a bit of a shock as well. And cornerback, uh, Keman Hall. So some of them you kind of expect, you know, especially with some of the corners, with what they've done with this draft uh, and defensive lineman. But, of course, the big one, Antoine Woods. But for me, the reason for Antoine Woods was the amount of production you got out of him for the amount of money. Yeah, two, just over £2.1 million. He's just made. He's just put back into the cap by cutting him because um, it was only a tender. I wonder, though, I wonder with Anton Woods that there's there's the cut and all the rest of it and the money. But I just wonder if you remember in the off season he made up a lot of fuss about wanting to sign his tender. I just wonder if that had a bit of a play in it of them being like, you're not going to sign it? Well, then. All right, then. And I think that had a bit of play on them for going, yeah. Let's get rid of him. He's going to be contract trouble,
2: especially when you look at who his agent is as well. His agent's James health. so yeah, you know yeah. he he's he's the first to get his clients to play up if they want out. Um, I th- I, you know, as much as like I like Antoine Woods, I think, you know, he actually posted up after the. After the picks in the third round of uh, Golston and Odigizuwa, you know yeah. there's there's a there's a tweet of him that's showing that all uh, incumbent defensive linemen for the Cowboys are looking at this video, and it's a video of a woman doing a yoga stretch about how to get your <laughs> arms longer and all that. Yeah. So obviously, you know, I think he knew the writing was on the wall there. Um, that you know, as Paul says, everything we heard about this week or this weekend was the reach on this guy is such and such as yeah, wingspan, yeah, yeah. this and you know, and yes, it's it, particularly as a defensive lineman, you you want to get your hands up first and get in on the chest of the offensive lineman, um, or you know, at least get get him off overpowered so that you can get past them. So you know. And you've now got you've the the job that uh, Woods would have been doing is probably going to be taken on by this Bohanna guy that we picked up in the fifth Mm -hmm. round, who's a huge space eater, and you know there's no way could um, Antoine Woods have got up to a a similar size, I don't think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean the the whole Antoine Woods release cut, whatever you want to call it. I'm taking that one a wee bit personal because, like, I've met Antoine. I've got to spend time with him when I was in the star doing this documentary for the Cowboys, and it's just him off the field. He is one of the most nicest guys you're ever going to meet. The fact that he was so cute, like, he wanted to know more about me. Like, I knew all about him, but he was like, "So you like, you've got football in Scotland, blah blah blah." It's like, and he played up and down the whole league, and that's that. So what's the level like, all that type of stuff? He's just so curious, really interested, wanted to know. And this is why, like, he was such a fan favourite, not just among the UK fans, but within Cowboys Nation. He dedicated a lot of time to the fans, a yeah. lot, and and people loved him. But when he actually had the proper opportunity, like, depend like, remember when the whole hot boys were hot and rolling, Woods was one of the guys that really stood out from everybody. But yeah. obviously, obviously last season... Every defensive lineman had a poor show, really did. Like there was moments, there was moments, but when you compare it to the previous seasons under the different scheme and stuff like that, he was a lot more effective back then. So, but for me to see him get caught, I'm obviously devastated because, like, the fact that I can actually call him as a friend in a way because mm. because we still talk back and forth sometimes on Twitter and through Twitch and stuff like that. So, um, just I just but I will say this though. Wherever he goes he, like he will get picked up regard, like oh will yeah picked, yeah, he easily will get picked up from another team because he is still he still got he's still got so much to offer in the tank, so he has
0: yeah, I, I'm totally with you um yeah, and like anton woods, the person, he isn't bad, you just say like anton Woods, the starting defensive tackle, he's like, you've got to play him in a limited role. And I, and don't get me wrong. When the Cowboys had him on the field, they were a better defense. They were, but I, yep. yeah, they were. But there's just everything else that comes along with it, you know. And it's a, <laughs> it's a shame to see him go, but you can see the reasons why. No, no, I, totally I, I totally
1: understand. I totally understand. End of the day, it's a business. We're going to lose At some. First, of our, yeah. we're, we're going to lose some of our favorite players. You know, guy get cut, go somewhere else, or get traded, whatever. And that I mean. Our, well, for for example, um, Lauren, are a uh, one of our uh, original members, uh, who founded the UK Dallas Cowboys, um, she will be absolutely devastated with obviously Sean leaving because that was one of our all-time favorite players. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, am Antoine was one of those players I had a lot of admiration for.
2: Yeah, and it's 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 a bit of a tone setter as well, and that you know you're getting rid of a guy that was due yes. to make two point two million. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it's setting a setting a example it, that you know, and I think there's that's from, a good
1: point. Yeah, I know what you're accounts,
2: at. Yeah, at, at the moment there's seventy eight players on the roster. That's including the the draft picks that we've got. We've reportedly we signed another thirteen UDFAs. If we bring all of those in, we've got to get at least one more cut to get down to the ninety-man roster. They're still to determine whether it's a ninety-man or an eighty-man roster that we're going into camp this year with. So there's going to be more cuts in the next couple in the next couple of weeks, um, particularly as we near the 14th of May, which seems to be the date that the rookies have got to report for all their media and orientation. Um, within the the OTAs
0: yeah yes but that is our news and updates for now talking about the guys who've left let's talk about the guys who we got let's first of all get to Micah Parsons the, the first pick of uh, this year's draft for the Cowboys um, now believe it or not in the mock draft which we were going to do in the 24 hour show which we never ended up being able to do <laughs> Um, I took Micah Parsons with the first pick, um, took a cornerback in the second, um, but the thing that was most interesting, and I said this in the show, um, and you know, you guys won't disagree either, <laughs> that first of all, first of all, you've got, um, first off the bat, you've got a lot of people saying taking corner and I completely understand the reason why. One of the things I kept saying on the show is, how does a cornerback help you Stop the run, We're which defense. is the biggest thing that's
1: on up. defense. Yeah,
0: that's it. And Micah Parsons, Parsons is a guy who will stop the run.
1: <clears throat> Absolutely. If you watch his whole highlight film, it's literally him. He like he sees ball, attacks ball. That's that's his end game. Like when he's got his eyes sights on, yeah, you, 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 it's very hard to get away from. Him. So, um, I mean, I'm over the moon with the pick, to be honest. Because mm-hmm. like you're, you're you're replacing where we've got a depleted linebacker core. Really depleted. Like, which yeah. was well, obviously Sean Lee's just retired, right? Van Der Esch. We ever don't know how many games of a season we're going to even get of him because of the, we don't even know if we're going to give him a contract for that. model, we don't know. Mm-hmm. And there's the question of Jalen Smith. Where does he? Where does he fit now? Because he's become really hot and cold for like all of last season. Like, don't get me wrong. It was it was okay the season before now but last season he was just like. There was moments of tackle, like even even though he had like he was one of the leading tacklers in the NFL, one of the leading tacklers in the NFL. But when you watch the film, you really do question what were you doing? Were you wasn't yeah. pay, wasn't like wasn't paying attention, just absolutely second guessing things, was in the right positions, was like his tracking was completely off pace. It was just like, hmm. So for me, I was getting Michael Parsons. And with the type of attitude he brings to the game, I find that will oh, definitely it's a it's something we really needed. It, people, people would argue, yeah. might people would argue, might say, so why we not take a defensive tackle? It's as well in hindsight, linebackers are known for uh, argues for, for like, don't give an damn, defensive end can only do so. And me and Lauren know this fine well, we can only uphold so much, and when there's a gap. It's up for the linebackers to fill, to fill those gaps as well. We can't fill yeah. all, all, every single gap. So, yeah. especially, if, especially if you're getting double teams, especially. It's going yeah. to open up more ways. So that's when the linebackers do come into play. And that's one yeah. thing we definitely lacked and It's like we're just failing to recognize the blitz. Well, not re- yeah. recognize the, recognizing the gap, sorry, not the blitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it was like I've said before with linebacker, the good way to say with linebacker is go slow till you know. And so it's it's shuffling your feet feet, staying square to the line, and watching the ball and the ball carrier. When you're when you're in run defense, what you get with Jalen Smith is you get him like he's just like a raven banshee back there running side to side. You're like slow down. You don't need to do yep. all this running. What are you running for? Like go s- slow it down.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, that's a good point you actually just made there, Mike. Because when you take Sean Lee for example, he knew his speed was going against him he used his intelligence for the game and this is why he was still at the right position at the right time yeah, even though yeah. even though sean lee was like half the time always injured but he would still be he'd still be at the same at right place at the right time and that's yeah, the thing yeah. like that's the yeah, problem not, 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 using, not, not using your head
0: go slow until you know Uh, That's the best way to describe how to play the linebacker position. Um, And the good thing with the Parsons pick is, and I said this as well, he's a Sam linebacker as well. And taking a Sam linebacker at 10 was a bit rich for me. But they trade down. They trade down at 12. I have an issue with the trade. Two issues with it, in fact. Two issues with the trade. But they still get an additional pick. Um, I think that was the the Chauncey Golston pick they used. Um, yeah,
2: it was.
0: Yeah, it was, with yeah. with the pick they get from the Eagles. So you get some capital back on that. In terms of what I mean with, the, and I said this on the night with the 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 Parsons pick is you look one trade later with the Giants and look what the Giants got from the Bears.
1: But but mate, I'll stop you right there. It's quarterback tax. That's the reason why.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah and th- this is the only thing this was the other side i was worried about is that when they made the trade with the eagles at 12 justin fields was still on the table and i looked at it i was like they're only getting a third round pick when f- there's a potential that they could take fields with this pick and have maybe what could be the best quarterback in the uh, nfc I, east then. i, I, and I was I like
1: think, I, I think i think we knew i think we knew they are going to pick a quarterback I, I think we knew
0: that. Yep. We were hoping so. We I, yeah, were
1: hoping I, so. Because I, I, I think uh, the Eagles backroom stuff are very keen to pair up Smith with his former quarterback. So, yep. I yeah. think, and, and we, we kind of saw that with bloody, what Jacksonville did with a running back and quarterback in the draft as well this year. So, uh, that Lawrence and uh, Etienne. So yeah. So, and it only made sense. Like the the biggest losers of that whole exchange is obviously the Giants because they had to trade back down. No, yeah, but, yeah. but but, but it's in, in hindsight. I think this is the I think this is the first time under Gettleman's uh, uh, tenure as the Giants GM, him trading down. Am I right?
0: It, it might be. I am um, check. Yeah. I'll have to check <laughs> that statistic. <It laughs> but, sounds right.
1: Yeah, because I mean, for what they got, like cause when you really think about it, there would have been a potential of. The Raiders, they could have may have went for quarterback potentially. They could have. Yeah. Who yeah. Knows? but obviously there was the the Patriots, which they ended up with Matt Jones. Uh, but <laughs> but but for the for the Bears to jump, was it from twenty to eleven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a that's a lot you need to give up to move up nine places when there's other teams there uh, that could potentially okay. get that pick. So I understand the value what they uh, traded the like what the, the Giants got, whereas. Us when you look at the teams, what are their needs? Nah, that there's nothing there that they can actually hijack what we want. Or does teams before? that obviously, there's the right receiver. But we could have said we could have got a bit more picks. I agree, but nothing in comparison to the Giants and Bears trade. I don't think.
2: Yeah, and I, I mean, I think as well. You've got to look at it this way. As as we've already said, that you know, where where would you want Devontae Smith going? You know stephen Stephen quoted on um, one o five three this week that the Eagles had been in touch a couple of days before the draft they were they were always on the cards for moving up to ten if Devonte Smith was there because they wanted Devonte Smith so they yep. um they uh, they Stephen and all that knew that that was who the Eagles were looking for. would you rather have Devonte Smith on a team that's got Gallday? And you've got an okay quarterback in Daniel Jones.
1: Oh, take, careful with that word!
2: careful with that one. That one. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing that in the loosest sense of the words, but if you compare it to, you know, you've got on um, on the Giants, you've got Gulladay, you've got Saquon Barkley, and you would have Devontae Smith as well. Daniel Jones could quite easily come on this year if, yeah. if you've got another weapon there. And you know, in some respects, he has got a weapon with who they picked up at twenty. Um, or would you rather go to Hurts? And at the moment, the Eagles don't have a lot of on their roster. I
1: mean, they've got uh, Jalen. They've got Jalen this Is uh, what's his name? Is Deshaun Jackson still there?
0: No, he's gone somewhere else. He, I'm trying to remember that. Right, Did well, he go to the Rams? Oh, really? Oh
1: geez. I'd have to check, uh, yeah. I might
0: be wrong I'm probably talking
1: about well, way but, ass But you're right though, Like I think it's, they've only got Jalevator who's also a former first round draft pick, then you've got now but, but even still from the offence that they had last year and that they didn't have a, a lot of success I think this is still going to be a rebuilding year for Philadelphia Yeah, more than yeah, anything I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see them coming in a contention at all
2: the other thing is, if we'd taken the trade with the Bears, who would we have picked up at 20? You don't know how, how you know, obviously the way the board went for the rest of the draft obviously was based on what happened with our picks. But if you're dropping back to 20, we, we were talking all last week that you, you don't want to drop down unless you know that five or six of your players on your list are going to be there. So you're dropping 10 places... Yes, there's still still two quarterbacks to come off the board, but you'd, there's a whole lot of uncertainty that you don't know there. You're only picking up you were only picking up a fifth round pick in the 2021 draft. Fair enough, you've got extra uh, the the Giants have got first and the fourth next year as well. Um, but you know we needed we needed players this year to yeah. try and make a. You've got to yes, Steve, Stephen and Jerry aren't going anywhere, unlike Gettleman or whatever. But you know, certainly I think there would be a hit to the Cowboys if if we still screw the pooch this year on the defense and we we give up yards and don't didn't address everything. So you know, getting getting a third round this year gives you a player that's going to be or. Uh, sure. Fingers crossed should be a major contributor this season.
0: Yeah, um, because I mean, look, with, with Micah Parsons, let's talk about what you know, what he is and what he's not. I mean, like you know, the guy is six three and two hundred and forty pound, and he ran one four three nine, faster than that, four three
1: three. Sorry, aye, four three three.
0: Um, but he's got that, which is what he is is the combination of size and speed. That's his biggest thing. And what is more crazier with it is the balance he has in form of tackling moving at that speed. That I went back and checked. On 188 tackle attempts, he had 10 missed tackles. That's insane. <laughs> and And you put that size and speed against a... Uh, running back trying to protect his his quarterback on a blitz. So, you put Parsons on the blitz, him moving at that speed, at that size, with that balance as well. Any running back back there's just going to see that churning towards you and go, Oh, shit. yep, yep, agree. Uh, that's how I he's, think he's
2: I think he's well knowing now. That uh, you know, obviously, uh, Dan Quinn spoke with the media for the first time on Sunday after the draft. Mm. We now know that our base defense this year isn't going to be the four-three anymore. Yeah, if, fair enough. When we're in a nickel, we're going to have a four-man line, but we need linebackers if you're going to a three-four base. And we now have, you know, you've got. Parsons, you've got Van Der Esch, you've got Jalen Smith, you've got Keanu Neal, you've got Jabril Cox, the the fourth round pick up as well. You know the, To me, um, that, that's
1: the biggest steal of the draft. I think, personally, yes, yes the, yeah, easily hands down. He, how he hell? How the fuck? Sorry, excuse my language, everybody. But how the hell did Jabril Cox fall to the fourth round in our laps? Surely he must have. Like I thought, like everyone had him as a second raid, like second round raid. No, nah. yeah. yeah. and some, yeah, yeah. And, and it was the same way. GOK, how the hell did he fall all the way down to where he was? medical G-OK. he had a
0: last-minute medical he, issue came in, come in mm, with his heart. He had a, near a
2: card, cardiac issue that the yeah. the, the, doctor, the doctors have all cleared him and everything like that.
0: But but because um, it was last it, minute.
2: It, it was almost a, a sort of Lyle Collins situation where, yeah. you know, it was that Yeah,
1: or uh, Jeremy Tunsil, but It's
0: not. Yeah, yeah it, 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 in a different sense. Yeah. Yeah, Ma- it was literally Ma- last minute.
2: Maurice, Maurice Hurst, the, the Raiders D tackle that's actually just hit the free agent market in the last uh, month or so. He <laughs> he, dropped down to, he dropped down to the seventh round. He was meant to be a first round That's right. uh, consideration that year that he came out. Um, yeah. So again, it's. I mean, but, but, you know, this this is maybe a problem where obviously we've had a discussion before about you know the 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 Rams going by uh, GPS markings and everything like that and game tapes and what have you and maybe we won't see a combine ever again, sort of thing. But the combine at least gets everybody in one place. It's all your doctors pouring over the, the
1: results of all the
2: scans and everything
0: yeah. like that.
1: Yeah. I still think that it's fundamentally needed. I really do. Yep.
0: For medicals and interviews. But one of the things we've seen is medicals and interviews can be done over Zoom as well, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but sticking with Micah Parsons, um, <laughs> for me, he was the ninth player on my board, the first defensive player, uh, which is why i took him so they've done the same thing they've looked at it because <clears throat> i do think they panicked a bit the cowboys yeah, well, when, when when yeah, horn and well, Satane come off the yeah. board they went oh shit and that's why you've seen them all disappear out like of the ballroom
1: well, well and when you see it like that like it was kind of like what jerry said i think it was in 105.3 the fan as well like it's like even though, like it's like even though we were like this is, we originally were going to go for corner, but we still had Parsons as a number one defensive player on the on yeah. our draft board, so they had a fallback regardless. Like they mm-hmm. like like I didn't see them going to like trade back down to get an like Greg Newsombrook, for example or something like that.
0: Yeah, like, I mean they could have taken Slater if needed. Be you know Sean Slater. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, Which is the he,
0: other he, side.
1: I I will say I am absolutely grudged that we didn't get a, a, a Quinn, from, uh, 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 Quinn, My, Quinn Miners from Whitewater.
0: Quinn Mike Quinn Miners. I was yeah,
1: so yeah. grudged <laughs> we didn't get him. He actually went to the Broncos.
0: <laughs> they picked
1: before us. Yeah, I was,
0: yeah. I was, I, I, d- d- I don't know if they would have taken him even then because at I the end of the have... day the cat the nah the cat it, he's too small school for the Cowboys. You know what the, the cat cow, the Cowboys like their big schools. <sighs> it's what they go for. Um. Saying that, yeah, I mean, we
1: we picked uh, Josh Ball from Slater, (sighs) so there you go, that kind of defeats that argument.
0: He was
2: was actually from Marshall,
0: yeah, from Marshall. He'd gone gone
2: to Slater when he was kicked out of uh, where was it, Florida State,
0: yeah, uh, for other things. We won't go into that too much though, but in terms of Micah Parsons. The big issue for him, which he needs to learn quick, is how to uh, play the cover role. He's got the speed and the agility to do it. He's just got to have the instincts. Because bear in mind, he's an opt-out. So, um, you know, we've seen in the Senior Bowl, which I did write in in a blurb. Thank um, you, Brian. Thank you. (laughs) That, um... That... He, he, um, he's he got to learn that We've seen in the senior bowl When it comes to instincts of players That they, they're a little bit not quite sharp So he's going to have to bring that in And he's going to have to learn the role Luckily we picked a guy which we'll talk about later on Who's the opposite of that But let's get into the second pick uh, Pick uh, Let's have a look Number 44 um, Which was quarterback Kelvin Joseph from Kentucky On my board Believe it or not he was my 138th player so I didn't even. Reasons for that are all to do with off field, which is why I dropped him down. Yeah. For you guys, what what do you make of uh, Kelvin Joseph? I you, heard his interview. He sound very happy, um, very full of energy. What is it for you? And and bear in mind, Mike McCarthy and Dan were both went to Kentucky, and their their main reason was to go and watch this guy. Um, yep. you could say that was also the reason why Osa got picked, uh, the pick after, uh, is, it, is it Osa from Kentucky?
2: No, it was uh, Bohana. Um, yeah,
0: Bohana. sorry, Bo yeah, my, my bad, my bad. Yep. That he's from Kentucky, so you could say that was the reason he was picked, you know, while he's there, you're seeing this guy, and you're like, hmm, ticking boxes. But I'll start with you, Lum. what do you make of this pick? Are you happy with it? Do you think it's a reach? What is it for you? I, it, it,
2: Going, going by football talent, I mean, as as most of the um, commentators have said, you know, football talent, this guy was a first-round pick. The big mm-hmm. thing is that he's got, you know, it, it, you know, we've talked about him being uh, his alter ego, his boss man fat, and how he's got yeah. four rap albums out and all that. Six, actually. That was six, one of, six. Is it six? Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the... the he wasn't um, kicked off LSU for um, for anything that he did on the field or violation of team rules or anything like that. He choked, no, he, cho-
0: that... He, he choked choked a, a coach.
2: Oh, did he? Right. Yeah. Well, I hadn't heard that. But certainly, yeah. certainly, I mean, LSU, when when the Cowboys went calling, and I think Dana had also put in a call, you know, the LSU coaches actually stood up for him and said, "Yeah, we would have had him back and everything like that." Um, obviously, the uh, the there was a lot of um, attrition with regards to what he was doing off the field, doing mm-hmm. doing this rap career. And <laughs> yes, I suppose teams have got to be worried. This you, you know you, you saw the, um, the Titans' first round pick. Last year, getting traded to the Dolphins this year for a sixth, and then subsequently he's he's not even turned up, and uh, Dolphins have parted ways with him. You know yeah. these guys, you've got you've got to really want to play football. Wherever the wherever there's a concern that um, you know they've got too much happening off the field, um, how's that going to infect? How's that going to? Um, you know, is it just going to be what they're going to do on their day off? Or you know, is it going to impinge on their their weights weight training during the during the season? Um, are they go, are they going to be leaving the facility early to go and get recording time in the studio uh, when when they should be sitting in team meetings? Are they are they writing lyrics, all that sort of stuff? So I think the concern that was the concern there. The Cowboys have obviously done their homework. They're happy with the pick. It's um, as I say, on on field, uh, his his abilities and everything like that are a first, you know, would have got him a first round grade. So yeah. I'm quite happy with the pick, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't really care about his off field stuff as long as it doesn't affect the football on the field. Um, yeah, the issues, uh, he got suspended before the Fiesta Bowl um, for. Like a physical altercation. I know we've already mentioned it. Obviously, didn't play 2019 because he entered the transfer portal and had to sit out. Um And then it is 2020 season, which is why I had him so look It was just up and down. The, it, it, the issue with Joseph is the same issues that Yay, we... Uh... He he did do something, honestly. I'm trying to remember. I can't quite remember what he did anyway. um, The issues with him are the same reasons that we were talking about last year with Trayvon Diggs, is that it's um, experience and consistency. They're the two things. So, like, obviously, he played that his first year, which was fine. Side 2019, and then he had he didn't really play that many stuff in Kentucky either. So he he, he does have um, issues with experience. Um, I'm trying to think. Let's have a look. He had duh, 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 in man coverage only 25 snaps in total. He's literally on the field for 25 snaps.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: not a lot when you really think about it. No, in man. But I mean, the, the good thing about him is that he, he's willing to come down in the run game. He's a willing tackler, uh, long, big movement skills, um, and you know we we're talking about J.C. Horn with the with the mindset. This guy has that.
1: I'll I'll go yep. back to the one word I was saying earlier about every single draft pick that we made this year, yep. and the word is nasty. That's the word. Yeah. Yep. Like. You can't like Kelvin Joseph, a uh, like he uh, can be a nasty player. Well, he's mm-hmm. proven that he can be with his tackling ability. The mm-hmm. only thing I'm not so chuffed about is like we had there was a possibility we could have got Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah, as well. And that that yeah. would have been my, that would have been that preferred choice, if I'm being honest. But after looking more of the film of Kelvin Joseph, I'm actually, you know, what it kind of makes sense. I think that kind of fits more into what Dan Quinn's kind of looking to do. So we'll see it's just i think it's one of those ones where we're just going to have to wait and see and like With this just,
0: one yeah
1: yeah and I eat some humble pie for <clears throat> long, pretty much
0: yeah yeah and i mean when we were talking earlier that this is a C grade that could very much be an A exactly
2: yes, out, yes I agree. Out, yeah, yeah
0: these two it's these two picks straight out the gate that can bump that up if michael parsons hits his ceiling and the off field issues aren't an issue Kelvin Joseph, he hits his ceiling and he doesn't have the off-field issues, then straight away you've got an A-class draft because of those two picks right there. Um, so that, that's the way, uh, that's really the way I'm looking at it, is it's those two picks. But the next guy, defensive tackle, with pick number 75, Osa Odigizua, 88, 78th on my board. I like this guy. The only issue with him is that defensive tackle for his size and height, He's actually the smallest defensive tackle in the NFL.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, so he he be, sorry, sorry, go on, Paul.
1: I was going to say that because I was asked that question. I was going to bring the comment up. Uh, Did you don't ask me what I think about Osa? He's got a wrestling background, strong as an ox. I completely yeah. agree. I yep. I watched uh, the Think Lombardi, the YouTube uh, content, content creator, uh, Vac Lombardi he's done a whole analysis in all our draft picks so far and I was really curious to know about the Osa one and watching more of the video clips of him, there's not one clip of him, of actually him getting pushed back, he is constantly pushing forward, pushing linemen beyond the line of scrimmage every single snap and and that's one thing that was kind of failed to talk about You do you hear what I was just saying there Mike?
0: Go on, hit me again
1: so basically, from all the the clips I've seen, all the videotapes yeah. of Osa, yeah, yeah, that he's t- there's not one clip of him getting pushed back. It's all him pushing the offensive lineman, even in a double team. Mm-hmm. He's still pushing them beyond the line of scrimmage. So he is strong as hell, which I really mm-hmm. do like. Even though for small like what like you say, maybe one of the smaller defensive tackles and that, but mm-hmm. uh, strength attributes is second to none. Like, there's a, I, and, I will and, find and, you and, a picture. Again and, and again, nasty, nasty.
0: Yeah, yep. I'll find you the picture, right? And it's absolutely hilarious that I can't remember the team. Yeah, Mike is a is a he was uh, like, a wrestler I studied, but, but in I high school.
1: In the yeah. grab
0: there's a picture of UCLA, which by the way I've decided is now your university Paul. Yeah. Um <laughs> UCLA the Bruins. That's, no. that's your college. You haven't picked one, and you couldn't decide. I picked for you, and there I is a want, reason for that. There's I a reason a ca- for that. I, I,
1: don't, I don't want a California team.
0: It's got yeah, but it's got to be. No,
1: no, it hasn't. Yeah, it, has to, it, has it, a, it Has to be a team. Do you know why? You.
0: Do you know why? Do you know why is is UCLA? Because it's Cause
1: that's where go.
0: no, no, because it's where MJD comes from. More more. <laughs> It off, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because remember what happened the last time we spoke to MJD? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: wait. Let's, that let's, was... let's, let's not we us not be left. I know
0: we, i I have that video still, I will post it I up one day do. for a laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's there. I've saved uh,
1: and, it. And, and, and in case the viewers who don't know who we're talking we'll talk about, a little Morris John Drew, the four, former uh, Jacksonville Jags running back, somehow, some way. Me and Mike were on national television, uh, along with some of Channel the other, five. Weeks, uh, Channel Five, um, along with uh, um, Valenti, who was was on the show as well, um, and a few others from the Cowboys. Yeah. UK Dance Cowboy Cameron. Park. Yep, yep. So there's yeah. quite a few of us, and uh, for some reason, I don't know why I volunteered. I really don't. Is to actually be on and get interviewed about the game, and and this was probably without a doubt one of the worst games we. Were, we played, I can't even, what game was it? Mm-hmm. What, what Card- game was Cardinals, it? Cardinals, Cardinals, oh, God, yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The,
0: so, when, you, so, when
2: you, when you were on, they gave up the long run for the final touchdown as the, well. The ninth, so the, so the ninth touchdown
1: yesterday. run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Morris strong so is like Paul don't watch the television. I'm like, oh, oh God.
0: <laughs> it was funny, it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, but talking of runs, there is a brilliant photo, and I will find it. I will dig it out. It's going to be on the internet somewhere with Odiggy Gizuwa. That the I, I can't forget. I can't remember which team it was that's that a, they that's were a playing. Great which is point. the struggle.
1: That's a great point from DG. Dolg. Yeah, I, everyone said that about Aaron so, Donald? Uh,
0: uh, Osa was uh, they were playing some team, and their offensive line is uh, that they're playing against is up against their own line, and. There's this brilliant photo and the the UCLA line D line is just getting pushed back by the offensive line. But over in the corner, there's three offensive linemen just getting absolutely mauled (laughs) and the guy pushing him back. Osa Odigizua, three guys. And these three guys are in their own end zone. I and mean, he's the one the one single saying. piece that's pushed these three up. And the rest of the, the line uh, and and the fullback are doing all the rest of the work, pushing, they're just absolutely shredding that that D-line apart, apart from this one guy. I and mean, he's the shortest guy there.
1: See, this is, this is an example you were trying to say. And this could be from a C-grade to an A-grade guy easily. Yeah. This this could easily be like. Yeah. And initially, when I, when we did draft him, I thought God, that's a bad for Vichas. I know we could have got him in the fourth. You know what I mean. Same goes with yeah. all the other guys. Same with all the other guys, and we got in the fourth. But looking back at the t- looking back at the, the footage and how it's been broken down properly since we drafted him, it's like, hmm. You know what? It makes it makes sense. I get the pick. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I get the the logic behind all the draft picks that we did, but still, I'm just kind of like, we're still going to go him out later
0: round, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but to go back, go on, go on, but, go on, but
1: I I, but, but I was just going to finish off that point. When, uh, it's like, what you were saying, that's what I said initially, was you don't ever see Osa taking a step back, he's always moving forward. No. And that's exactly yeah, what yeah. you want from a defensive tackle. Exactly what you want. Constantly going forward, putting pressure on the quarterback, forcing the offensive lineman to close the pocket. Yeah, yeah. I, that, he, that's exactly he, what you he, want.
2: He, he... Oh, I'm good. And he, he was dominant at the Senior Bowl as well. I mean, he actually got the, the best defensive lineman award for the national team. Um, And he, uh, again, he went in to that room and that room and I think Goldstone had the same sort of experience as well, where he went into that room and there was a hell of a lot of defensive ends. uh, uh, Sorry. Yeah, there was a lot of defensive ends there. He was initially brought into the team to try and showcase his skills at the defensive end or maybe even a A lot of talent there. Yeah. yeah, so he went to the coaches and said, "Like, put me inside, and I'll show you what I can do inside as well." So, you know, it, 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 both of these guys, Goldston and um, Osi Uwa, they've both got the sort of flexibility that they can be a sort yeah. of Tyron, Tyron Crawford mm. um, yeah. role model. You know, yeah. that that's yeah. sort of what we've met, what we've uh, lost. And, we've just replaced.
0: And the big one, the big one as well. If you want to stick to his wrestling, I just went and chat. That um he was three times state champion and in four years he never lost a game.
1: That's insane. Why is he not doing MMA? That's what I want to know. So
0: that's just that I don't I don't that's know. Good. He is he is on the short side, he is a little a little short, but just to give you an idea, um that uh in twenty twenty Uh, he played seven games in those seven games he got five sacks seven quarterback hits and 14 quarterback hurries so
1: for seven games he's getting getting
0: into it all run defense he wasn't used that much
1: see for for seven games that is actually quite a nice statistic to have really nice seven games yeah Yeah. you're you're nearly averaging one sack per game really Nearly.
0: You're so, averaging one sack, one quarterback hit, and two like, quarterback hurries a game.
1: Yeah, but I, I take that. I I'd take like that's probably more than most people do in a whole season. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No yeah. pun intended. No pun but, intended, guys. No, no. Let's move on to the next guy then, and we'll move on to the most confusing one. But Chancey Golston, I know some people were screaming for him to be drafted. Now he was taken 84th. On my board, he was the 148th player. Um I find this a bit confusing, along with a Nation right pick as well. What do you guys make of Chancey Goldston?
1: Right. I, I I do like the pick, but again it goes back to my point. It's like we could have got him like even the fifth round, we could have like it's a big reach for my liking, yep. but but totally agree. But Mm-hmm. I do like what I see. Like he is like, if you were to put a comparison with him, he does have that element of Randy Gregory about him in terms of the aggressions, aggressive side of him, which I do like. So, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. again, arm length goes back to that again. So is the big one. It's the big one. Yeah. I, and
0: I, I mean, I mean, like the thing is, is what you, what are you do? Oh, you Go on, go on. No, on you oh, I was going to say the good thing with. with sorry. I was going to say that with Chauncey Golson, the good thing with him is he is good at uh, cleaning up, which is one thing the Cowboys needed. We need somebody who can clean up uh, on that defensive line. The only issue with him is his pass rush, is that as soon as somebody gets his hands on him, his pass rush just completely flattens out. It's just, it goes. There's no power or momentum there. No. Um, which is weird because he's got the reach, the size, and the freight. When you look at it and you're like, hmm, there's just no explanation. It's, it's lethargic. There you go. That's a good way to describe no, it. it just, it's, it's lazy on his no. pass rush.
1: Well, I'd say it'd be more down to balance in a way, like, you can have all the strength and speed in the world, but in terms of actually having the balance to uh, control your speed and strength when being engaged in a block, that's where it becomes a bit more complicated, I think. So I don't know about you, Lauren, but I think balance may be the right word to kind of associate
2: that. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, these, these sort of things, this is, he's been doing what he's been trained in college to do. You know now that he's in the pros, I'm sure Demarcus Lawrence will take him under his wing, take him down to trench, war- uh, trench warfare training ground that uh, he gets trained at. Um, you know, say, same way that um, offensive linemen they're training with that big, uh, big Duke. Uh, um, you know, so you start you start hiring other professionals that will teach you t- tricks and. Uh, make you work on different aspects of the game which will help you at the pro level so i don't you know it's, again it's where the floor is 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 maybe a little bit low um but you know the ceilings there that you know it could be uh, as we're saying this is a c grade draft but you know it easily be. again
1: it's one of those ones I, 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 maybe i'm not necessarily put goldson as a a c tier. An A, maybe like a B, perhaps, but I don't yeah. see him being like I don't see him being like that. More of an impact player in comparison to uh, a, a like Osa could potentially could be.
2: Yep, and I mean again, again,
0: yeah,
2: it's, I, a player, I, I, I... it's it's a player I considered in the fourth round when I was doing my mock drafts. Mm-hmm. So I get, but again, it's you know, if this is a player that you like you, and you you think you can work with him in the scheme, you draft him no matter where you... you fair enough, we, we would have been stupid if we drafted them in the first round. But if it's a player yeah. you really love, then you, you pick him where you think you're definitely going to have him. If you're leaving it another round, maybe he's gone by the time. So you've got to pick the guys that you want when you feel that you, you're getting the best value out of them. And it Everybody's everybody's opinion. You know, everybody's opinion about these guys is different. We've seen that with the the draft grades. Um, you know, it, it's what the coaches think, what the scouts think, and yeah. where where was the best value to get him at? Yeah, yeah. And just, re- just, reaching.
1: Go on, just to be quick, point just not to mention yeah. as well. We're not the only team that's actually made reaches in the draft as well. There was mm. other teams that like. Mm. There'll be no doubt in our mind that there's there's been, like, for example, Davidos, for example.
2: New Orleans
1: Orleans. Orleans
2: with uh, Patrick Turner. I mean, I I had him as a fourth rounder on my board. Uh, Um, You want to talk about
0: confusing reaches? What about the Rams taking 2 to Atwell with their first pick? Yeah. Yeah. He's not even going to get on the field. No. (laughs) But talking Go, oh, go on, the, go on.
2: The, the Rams had quite a few, uh, or, you know, they didn't have a lot of draft picks this year. Um, so, no. you know, they need they really needed to hit on all of the draft picks as, as best they could. So, you that know, a taking a one. punt on a guy like that is a real head-scratcher.
0: Especially when you need O-line. But, talking of reaches, let's talk about the the entire reach of the draft, Nation Wright. Um, now I don't know if anyone's seen because a lot of people are asking questions. I wrote a blurb on Nation Wright.
1: Can I just see this? Wrote... Can I, just say this? I, I yeah. have not. I have not seen one bit of footage on No Sean Wright. So uh, if, that, if, that, if you... that that just comes to show my knowledge uh, about uh, it. Did, did I, you watch?
2: Did you watch the last series of Last Chance You?
0: Yeah, he's on. there, I, yeah. the, he, was
2: the, on, he was on there as a cameo because his his brother was playing at Laney College that year. He'd played the year before, and there was a bit of footage about. I, knew, was,
1: I knew the name sounded familiar, but I was just like, oh, "But I just haven't seen any." I was like, I, "Surely, if it was a guy, I would have like watched some game film. Surely, he would have popped up." But I was like, "Who? What? Because
0: yeah, it, like, if like, you." Yeah.
1: Like, it's me and G talk and the, all the, the guys from Stargame. Game are like, "Ah, oh, stretching our heads. like, what?
0: Yeah, if you go, I'll, I'll try and find the link because I wrote a blurb on it because a lot of people are asking questions. So I did a, a bit of a write-up. I'll try and find it for you guys now and then I'll post it up on you. Um, but the the thing you can say, like, he was taking 99th. On my board, he was the 298th player. On my board Um, So he was on there But um, it's confusing The only thing I will say is if you look at the comparables With everything that's in comparison To what he does He's very much Richard Sherman Richard Sherman taking in the fifth round Quinn's looking at it going um, You know this is, this is my type of guy. Long arms, 34, inch, 40, 34 and a half inch arms. He's six foot four. He's basically, by wingspan and arm length, he had the biggest reach of any cornerback. So then you go, okay, Elijah Molden was taking the pick after, and he's five foot eight. So you look at the uh, or five foot nine, I think Mo was. So you look at the, the difference in what they had there and you can see the reasons why. I think he's gonna be more of a guy they use more in the red zone, just to drape over a wide receiver that's gonna you know, so if if the quarterback's looking down, you're just gonna see this huge guy just draped over your receiver and go, Yeah, I'm not s I'm not gonna try and uh dunk, you know, throw a dime in on that one. That's going Correct. the wrong way otherwise.
2: Try and get him to cover Kyle Pitts when we play Atlanta this year.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> you know it, it, it's it, it's a pretty wild one. I, I, I'm trying to find the little write-up I did on. I'm it. just glad we but, don't have
1: to talk about him anymore.
0: <laughs> uh, no, we will. We will be doing that. Don't you I worry. Bet, I'll I find a way might... to squeeze it in. Right, but it, it will be a talk about, It won't
1: be for Cal- It won't be actually for the Cowboys. It'll be against the Cowboys.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is the issue But let's flip the switch On this, right, because I'll post it up in the comments for people to look at uh, In a moment Let's talk about the steal of day three Jabril Cox Yes, um, oh, yes. So, f- take He was taken um, 48th by the Cowboys No way, I got that wrong He was 100. taken 115th By the Cowboys, but he was 48th on my board um, so he's a top fifty player on my board. Really distance traveled. Uh, you're talking about a guy who's won two n- championships with NDsu in the FCS. Goes to LSU, becomes like the star defensive player in LSU in a in a bad LSU team. Um, he was literally the standout. I'll let you guys talk about him. I mean, this is like for me, he's the ying to Micah Parsons' yep. yang.
2: Yeah,
1: well, oh, you go, Lauren. You go first, mate.
2: That, that does seem to be the comment that if you took all the strengths of Jabril Cox and all the strengths of Micah Parsons, combined them into one player, you'd you'd have a superstar linebacker for the the rest of his mm-hmm. career and everything like that. Um, so yes, he he will do the coverage. He will do the things that uh, Micah Parsons can't do. Um, you know, particularly coverage, he's he's quite good down the field covering players. I mean, I think the draft show were joking that one of the one of the um, highlight clips that they'd seen was him trying to cover a wide receiver running down the field uh, in a in a cover three defense, and he was he was actually okay. He was a step behind by the time he recognised that he needed to be dropping in the pass. Uh, protect uh past defense but you know he was actually re- matching them stride for stride so he, and he uh, I don't think the play was completed so you know the, the strengths are there I think but with, between the two we're kind of set for defense uh, for the linebacker we've got we've got what we've need we need we've got one guy who can go downhill we've got one guy that can do the coverage
0: yeah and, and that that is what he is yeah um but I, I I like the pick altogether. I, like if they had taken like if they had turned around and they took Rashawn Slater with pick number ten, and then they took, took Jabril Cox, then in the in the second round I would have been I'd be like yeah, yeah okay yeah. yeah. But the fact well, that he goes into the beginning of day three and yeah. then you take him.
1: I'm. I'm honestly. I freaking love the pick. I absolutely love it. I know Dave Hellman does. We all know that. Dave, <laughs> yeah, we all yeah. know Dave loves it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like like you said, like it's not really much for me else to really add on top of that. Like he was one of the big. He was one of the big standards for LSU, especially in the championship games, especially mm-hmm. leading up, leading to the undefeated season. Not I helped Joe Burrow became the number one overall pack, like I know or that like it's not the offense defence difference, but still Cox was the one of the was one of the stars of that defense, hands down. And the fact yeah. that we got him in the fourth round and everyone had him evaluated as a second round. Some people even some analysts even had him as a late
0: first round at one point as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you can that- see the reasons why.
2: And the, be- the, the best thing about it as well is that we didn't have to give up any capital. There was talk that we tried to trade up to get mm-hmm. him at the at, at the top of the round, but we didn't. We let the draft board come to us and he was there, which is brilliant yeah. because we were able to pick up more players. How often, you know, and when we were doing the hot takes a couple of weeks back, you know, I'd said, I don't think we were going to spend all 10 picks this this draft I thought we were going to <laughs> yeah. trade around Move up and move down Well we did move down We picked up another pick And we picked 11 players this year So you know that was yeah. um, And we, again we talked about um, we, we tried to move up In the uh, second round To pick up uh, Tyson Campbell um, There was a bit of a Anybody who watched our 24 hour draft show When we were going through the first round There was a bit where Jamie said, "Oh wait a minute, we've made a trade," and then realised that he'd been looking at Twitter. Well, on the on the second on the second day of the draft show, Brian Brodus comes on and goes, "Oh, I've just had a text. We moved up in the we moved up in the second round." Thirty seconds later, oh sorry, we backed out of the trade because obviously Jacksonville. Would basically picked picked our pick with the first pick of the second round.
0: <laughs> we were moving up
2: to the third pick of the second round.
0: So, yeah, I mean, they started off day three with a blast for me. Like, day three was brilliant. Then they go and take offensive tackle, their first offensive player of the draft. So the first time in Cowboys history, they take six picks on the defence in a row. Um, yep. For me, this is the worst pick of the draft.
1: Yeah, easily, hands down. Hands down. Yeah.
0: Um, the guy, talent-wise, he could probably be a starter, offensive tackle. I listened to his interview as well I afterwards as well. when he got drafted. <sighs> wasn't inspiring. But let's move on to Simifoco.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> what, what, what I on, think, go on, I mean, go on. Again, I, again, the talent is higher than where we picked him. The off-field issues are a concern, you know, and he he was trying to gloss over it. I'm sure there's a lot that um, we don't know and we will never know. It, uh, yeah. From what from what from what I found out, he was never actually charged by the police at all. Yes, it was all Correct. you know. He was just he was suspended by the board, which is it's a student body board. It's not it's mm-hmm. not the governors or anything like that. When he went yeah. he went away, did a year at junior uh, community college, came back. They were going to take him back on, and then he thought, "No, I better get distance myself completely from this situation." Moved to um, where was it? it? was Marshall. Moved yeah. to there, and you know he's he's got a he's got a girlfriend there who is a dentist or is training to be a dentist there. Um, you know he's maybe got his life, on. he's he signed uh with with the girl that's raised the. The complaints. He's he signed um, both of them signed this injunction. So there's maybe things he can't talk about openly on on the air. So you know where he's been criticised about not not saying, "Oh no, yeah, I've done this, I've done that," you know, holding his hands up and everything like that. He's maybe restricted by what he can and can't say.
0: Yeah, um, I know what you're saying.
1: I just, I, I mean. The, at, at, at that point I'm just like it's if we need any more background background drama that that could influence other players to put an opinion on them like i'm yeah. more i'm not concerned about Josh ball the player I'm more about the other players reacting to him as a person you know what i mean yeah like, see, for example, like see if it means me and Lauren, right? We're playing together, we're both on the offensive line. Like we're both Sack Martin and Travis Feder, for example, and then comes a uh, jo- Josh Ball, right? And it's like and we heard all this stuff about art. We like, nah, mate, piss off. Like yeah, yeah. like, like that that would be me. Like I, I will maybe try and like get some insight about him. Yeah, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it deep down I'm at like, mm, Hmm. Uh, and the that's trust. the one. Uh, uh, the trust. It's the, it's the trust. Yeah, it's the trust. Yeah. You, you, may, you maybe have all the talent in the world. Like for example, Antonio Brown, all the talent in the world, but off the field, he's a loose fucking cannon. Like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? so, so it's it's a massive risky pick. I really, do, I, I mm. do, like, don't get it wrong. There's gonna be like, and I'm going to keep saying this. Like, I still felt as though God was a much more higher need than tackle.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: and and, this, and 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 I'm and, and you're gonna criticise me. I still think we should have fucking went for Quinn Miners from White <laughs> Wall. That was my guy.
0: We 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 love talking about him all, all off season. He's been the guy we we all mm. love talking about. Mm. Um, I mean, like this again. This Josh Ball pick is exactly going back to the narrative that we started with. That this is a C type draft that could go to an A. That if this guy's off field issues aren't that bad, the talent is there where he could be a starting tackle for the Cowboys. That if Tyron Smith has issues, and he does, because bear in mind, it's 17 games he's got to last for now. He has it, yeah. the guy has the talent to do it. It's just the rest, everything else, that the, the narrative off the field. I'm sure we're going to hear plenty about it because it's the Cowboys too. But like, let's like, talk about the. Like wow. I
1: said, like like I said, Mike, it's not so much about Josh Ball and worrying about it's more so on the other. It's the other of it part, a uh, offensive line. It's his quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, do we really does he does he want Josh Ball to be in the park? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's 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 like players react differently to what we might be thinking. So that's that's yeah. that's my end point of view, and I don't think many people have actually kind of touched based on that point. It's like, yeah, it's a bad pack, but what do you think the other players feel about it?
0: Exactly. I'm with, I'm with you. I'm it's, it's, with it's,
1: you. It is a team game at the end of the day. It's like, mm-hmm. this one individual might make a difference personally, but it might have an overall negative effect on everyone else. Like For example, Earl Thomas, amazing player, but he could bring down the whole dressing room. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I'm with you. Um, I think me and you have the same feelings on it, but I mean, that's about as much air time as we, we really need to give that for now until we get yeah. some more. And we can look into him a bit deeper with what's coming up. Simi Foco, wide receiver, taken 179th by the Cowboys. He was actually 121st on my board. I, I love, love that. it. I, like I,
1: I, I love it. I freaking love it. I love
0: the pair. A High attitude guy. You know, you talk about, Josh Paul, with like he could have an attitude problem, possibly with the off-field issues. This guy, Simi complete opposite. Yeah,
1: also, uh, yeah complete yeah. bipolar. It's like when, blue like, collar. Did you watch his um, d- draft video, like of him yeah. getting drafted and stuff like that?
0: And he's a Cowboys fan, and he's, he's... got him in, a, in draped in a Cowboys jersey when he's like four years old and it's down to his knees. Yeah, he's got the massive yeah. helmet on. He loves it. Um yeah. this guy, and like you listen to his interview as well. The guy's ecstatic. He cannot believe he's at the Cowboys. Like he's buzzing.
1: He is. He is going to be the type of player. He's going to play with his heart, one hundred percent every snap. He's going to play yeah. like he's going to do whatever it takes to get on this team. He might like. He, he knows fine well he's not going to be one of the top three wide right, receivers, yeah. but he'll work his damn hardest to even make that squad. He won't. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. he's, he's, I mean, he's got. He's, he's got that attitude.
0: Great you know, vertical we, tree,
2: mind. The the same way with Antoine Antoine wins that you know we've got a two million yeah. we've got a two million dollar contract on Cedric Wilson, we've got just under a million on um, Noah Brown. Noah Brown's the only one with any guaranteed money, and that's only one hundred and thirty seven thousand, which is basically Jerry can find that in his it down the back of his sofa. Um, <laughs> you know well, this. I... Year, this isn't this isn't something that you know the, the this guy has a real chance of making it onto the team. I and, think he will. You know, the, the, these these guys are gonna learn that and they've got to actually pick, pick Do you know kids. Oh do you know, we've got, do you know ben, that's
1: a, a that's a great point. You'll be he very well
0: could be. He could yeah. be. Do you know what he reminds me of when I've watched his tape on him? And what a way to compare this guy. But you, if you do it, you'll see it, even the colours, Larry Fitzgerald. Ooh. Tall, he's six foot four, two hundred and twenty pound. He's got the 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 high arcing long uh, route tree. Um but I mean like the guy if you look at his his measurables in his size, he ranks in like the 90th percentile in like height, weight, um hand size, hands are like ten and a half inches, which is like ninety-fifth percentile, huge hands, and a lot of people talk about the production issues with him. But he was playing in Stanford, who've got like a really weird playing style. Um and like to it's spread a, it around.
1: It's a great school, like, especially for offenses where McCaffrey was from as well. Like
0: it's their style of play. This style yeah. and like so like people will say, Oh, you know, he 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 had like sixty-two career catches, but he plays downfield, he plays the nine route more than anything. That's not Stanford style of game. it's the short screen passes dump offs that's more the style a lot of bunch formations so like you you could say that he did have some drops which is why he's this far down so i think like um i'm trying to remember i think it's like seven or eight dropped passes on the season and he only had something like 60 targets so um it could, yeah, be the, I,
1: I, it, it could be the Michael Gallup 2.0. It could be.
0: Mm, yep. Michael Gallup's slightly better. He's more physical as well. But, but
1: not about what I'm saying is, like... In clutch, role. In clutch moments, clutch moments. Yeah, and, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. In role, yeah. Um, but he's definitely... I think he's got the chance of all these guys, um, I, I, like, in day three... No, Cox has the best chance of having a starting role, but... Oh,
1: absolutely. Hands yeah, down. Yeah, Simi...
0: Simi Foucault right behind him as being like a a fourth wide receiver, or say Gallup, God forbid, goes down or Amari Cooper has his foot issues again, and yeah. you've got to jiggle the, the wide receivers around. Instantly, Simi's going to be the guy. That's yeah. how I see it. But I, I don't know what you guys want to add anything more onto that, or do you want to move on to our next guy? Yeah, move Who on. Let's a, move on. Let's move, yep. uh, this guy puts a smile on everyone's face as soon as you say it. Quinton Bahana, defensive tackle from Kentucky. Um, I like what uh, Richie put a good post up. It was one of a space heater, and then it was <laughs> Bahana next to him, space heater. Um, go on then, on You hit me with it first. What do you like about um, about obviously the the new defensive tackle from Kentucky, Bahana?
2: Well, we've 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 been talking for years and years and years, and I mean Nick Eatman's been championing it almost as long as that, that, you know, we needed a big uh, trash can full of dirt, dumpster yeah. fire, whatever yeah, you want to call it. You we'll needed a one technique. Much. Yeah, you yeah, needed a f- one technique that was going to take up that space, take on the double team, maybe even that sort of size. Um, you know, that then frees everybody else up to do the job, especially now, again, we're talking about Potentially being a 3 4 team um, room based. So again, you need somebody as a nose tackle to be over the centre and probably getting taken on by the two guards I mean, as well. I mean, here's his measurables. He's six foot four and he weighs yep. 357 pounds. That's freaking yeah. huge. He's
0: That's a beam.
2: He's, he's, have... Go he's, he's got a quick first step and he gets his hands up. In the mm. in the in the chest of the offensive lineman as well. And as soon and his hands as, are huge. He gets, yeah. He gets <laughs> his hands on you. You're not you're you're moving backwards. There's only one way about yeah. it. So again and
1: you I, were I, just I, saying I, about go on, go the, on, Paul. Go on. It just goes back to the one word I've been saying all night. Nasty. There we go.
0: Yeah. But you 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 we go again, right? You were talking about measurables. You want to talk about the height and the weight, ninetieth percentile, right? That's how high he is, but it doesn't just finish there. His wingspan, uh, is nearly 81 inches, which is like 75th percentile. Basically, that that
1: 81 inches is basically if you were to compare that to someone in other sports, that is the same arm span as John Jones, the former UFC lightweight champion. Yeah, 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 yeah. and he's the same height, six foot four, and we all know how. (laughs) lanky he can be but the mm. fact that he is 500 sorry 500 357
0: pounds <laughs> of that uh, yeah and his arm length is nearly 35 inches what the hell do you do with arm length that long his knuckles are going to be on the floor <laughs> and then just to finish with that his hand size is just shy of 11 inches it's bigger That's than incredible. nate newton's and nate newton literally put my entire skull in his hand So like oh, I've met
1: him He's I've I've yeah.
0: <laughs> he, he big, a big guy And like this is Tyler Shelvin And a lot of people are saying Why don't we go and get a guy like Tyler Shelvin Because you've got him, that's what he yeah. is And if he hits his ceiling he, Which I think he can You know, given yeah. the right Coaching There is a massive difference maker On the defence right there right now And yeah. um, like you, his, first, you, like you say, his his first step, Lon, is jaw dropping. You watch it and you just go, Oh, wow. <laughs> and the power in his upper body, unbelievable. Um, the only thing uh, you can say is he plays too upright, but I think that's because um, of his size,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's kind of expected. I mean, when you're six foot four playing defensive tackle, you a but lower center gravity against offensive linemen, you're bound to kind of maybe grab a wee bit too upright, you know. So I think it's, yeah. but but the fact that he's got the strength and ability to actually still counteract that. So mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm happy, but I'm still like, I'm amazed we still got we got him in the sixth round. If I'm being honest, I thought he would have been yeah like, a, a fifth rounder. So yeah. um, he
2: he was a pet cat. brother is he was a pet cat. in the in the lead up uh, to the draft. If he... if you again with brother uh, all these people that were sending in the mock drafts to him um, and everything like that. Anytime Bohanno was picked, he was like, Yes, brilliant. I'm really happy about that. So,
1: so um, I or Dogs just made a great comment. If you're gonna run on is it's not gonna be in Boana in Boana's gap. That's a yeah. fact. That's a that's a fact.
0: And like if you just look at all the defensive players, especially on the defensive line, um, when you look back, so you look at the um, three defensive linemen they took When you look at it on face value You go, hmm, okay But then, like you were saying long. When you step back then And you go, hold on a minute now They're going to be moving to a 3-4 You look at it and you go, oh Then it makes more sense All of a sudden the Lego blocks Click in and you go Now that makes more sense to me Because mm-hmm. these are guys a, a defensive tackle who's a little lighter So you can push him out um on early downs you got this Quinton Bahana This your perfect nose tackle that you can stick in the middle who's going to eat up space yeah, take new, on double no. double blocks yeah take on two men at the same time if not more and Osa who is just he's going to put power on you he's going to try and take up the suddenly then you go oh wow yeah that's making more sense to me now you know you got. Golston, who's going to be, who's really the bit the wild card for me, um, and I know we've got the other two guys. The other two guys to me are more outsiders. I think of uh, of the eleven picks, I got nine making the roster. Mm. The the two are uh, Israel Mukama and uh, um, Matt, Matt Fournier. Those two are uh, 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 the joker I, cards for me, where I'm not sure if they're going to make it or not. I like I, I do. I like, like Mukama. I, yeah,
1: I, like I, I I loved his video but he released the him getting drafted as well. Like yeah. like if you tell he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder for sure. So like he wants to come in, play ball, try and make the team all for that. But uh I, I but I think it's a fair statement to say it might be quite tough for him to make the squad, but really hard. But, but we'll, we'll see though, because who knows? Like we just don't know what our corner. The, the issue,
0: the issue I've got with Israel, just because we'll finish up on these two, and then we'll finish up on the show with yeah. the uh, the, the, Mukumar, the The issue I've got with him is that in the last two seasons, him on his own, he uh, he allowed six touchdowns uh, and nearly seven hundred yards. And i said it before that if you want to look at a, a defensive player, um, yeah. Uh, if you want to look so at a, defensive,
1: you want to look a de-
0: defensive back and you want to look at any stat on a defense back, look at quarterback or, or pass rating allowed. So like, you know, 50, 60 QBR rating, good. Israel Mukuma, he's over 100, nearly 120 quarterback rating allowed. Mm. That's, that, that's, and that's the issue you've got. Uh, and, you know, they players were just throwing on him. They, they were targeting him, and they were allowing the passes. He's got traits that you like, but I just I wonder how much of a struggle it's going to get for him to get in I, there. And the same with yeah. Matt as well. They, they, they're my two wild cards. I've got nine making it. Those two, I'm not so sure on. Let's yeah. know what you think, think at home, guys. Who you think I will think make he's,
2: it. I think he's more being picked up because of the fact that he's played safety, safety some. They was that, yeah. You know, th- I think I think they've drawn they've drawn a line under Reggie Robinson playing safety after last <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah. So I think if he's if he's going to be, you know, he's he's got the flexibility. He can play corner again. He's a, he's another six foot four guy. And, um, that you know, guys are going to quarterbacks are going to have to pinpoint their passes to get anywhere near the receivers when he's covered. If he's running stride for stride, they're going to have to be pinpoint throws. So there is that, but again, if he's if he's able to step in and play safety, you know, again, that's maybe, again, it's it's the sort of blueprint of the Legion of Boom, where Mm -hmm. again you've got guys that are over six foot. You've also got, you know, for every for every defensive coordinator that's come in. They've always said that Jordan Lewis is too small and everything like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Jordan Lewis
2: has then made them change their change their opinions about him. So again, we've got this. We've got this. Um, we've got a hell of a lot of competition for these these two positions, cornerback and safety. So we didn't address safety outright in the draft, but we've got guys that can come in. You've got the guys that we brought in who know Quinn system. They can teach yeah. it down as well. They're only there mm-hmm. for a year, so we've not got any invested capital. Yeah. Um, yes, I would, have loved, I would have loved them to have picked a safety in the draft. but Don't we all? Just, yeah. Don't
0: we all? They, they, they were going to, but it got pinched yeah. from them. They, I they, they, they I, and they, that doesn't make any sense to me, why they took Mo Reg. They took three safeties in the draft. When they already yeah. had three safeties on their roster yeah. and since Jeff they Heath. drafted them, yeah, and then they they, they they draft three safeties in the draft and then they're like, oh, shit, we've got too many safeties. Uh, cut Jeff Heath and you're like, um, OK, yeah, that, that's a real good plan. That Terrible. Happened. Here's the question and, for you guys. And, and
2: now we've got now we've got to listen to Brian every day, going. Well, well, I, I know.
0: <laughs> After we've had him on the show as well, like you know, you can have timed yeah. it better, could
1: you? I know. Yeah, we actually had the go on our show on our twenty-four hour pot show for the draft, and I got his insights with that, and God's like, I, I want. If it was me, like, just even give like Jeff a, a short, like, a short term contract just to come back. Like, I don't
0: think they'll, I don't think he'll come back. No, nah. no,
1: he won't get an R team though. There will be an R team in for him for
0: sure. Oh, yeah. At the end of the day, he's defensive player. Uh, uh, he was a defensive player of the week last year, you know, so yeah. that's yeah. no short supply, but. Um, yes, let's get guys your final takes then um, Because this is officially the last 2021 UK Dallas Cowboys TV draft show That's it, they're all done No more, so give me <laughs> your take what, what, do you you so, <laughs> what do you think? So what do you make of like all the shows we've done The 24 hour show and the draft itself I like
1: I, I like I like everything besides talking about kale Putts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go on, Lorne, L- Lorne, aka the senior. How did you find it?
2: I've I've really enjoyed this, and I mean, I I joined on middle, of, obviously middle of this uh, draft cycle. So I'm looking forward to being a bit more up up to speed next year with what you guys are looking for within the draft shows. Um, but don't forget, don't I mean, forget it, you've got uh, the pre-game shows and the post-game shows as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, this is yeah, where yeah. the fun starts.
1: Yes, that's my but, that's my yeah. that's my element. That's my element right there.
0: <laughs>
2: but <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, last week with that twenty-four hour show, I think I said when we were doing the uh, when we were in the delirious phase at half six <laughs> quarter quarter past yeah. seven, that was know, quite fun. When we were sort of talking about what the highlights were last week, I mean, you just, you know, all the people that were on the screen last week, whether it be Neil Reynolds, Jeff Reimbold, Jeff Reinbold not going into a meeting, you know, that he's meant to be coaching people. I know, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah.
0: The, the, the guy even come up to him and they were like, Are you coming? He was just like, and he just looked up at her and went, Yeah, yeah, just one minute.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he he fobbed him I, off. But, you know, and yes, we had, we had Drew Pearson and Drew Pearson gave us his, you know, yeah. he actually preempted what he was going to do when he yeah. stood on the, yeah, yeah. word word for word Awards. as well, I mean, you know, and then you had Stephen Jones and obviously five minutes after Stephen Jones, we were still like, well, how do we, how do we follow this? But I think having Mickey and Brad on, sorry, Brad and Brian on, mm-hmm. uh, Eric and Mickey at the same time, and then but yeah. the, 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 the the best one for me, I think, was when we had Hekma Harrison on.
0: Oh, man.
2: We, had we, Barry, we had you had Barry Penny Gans, saw it, and, it, he, saw it. I mean, and then you had Jeff Heath as well, and Hekma was like a kid in a the head candy candy store. store exactly. He, these are guys that he could potentially go, walk down the street and see, and you know we're we're three thousand miles away, and we're like God, he's on the screen. You know these guys are on the screen, and we're three thousand miles away. These are this guy's potentially could bump into him walking down the street, and he's still like a kid in the candy shop. You know, <laughs> oh, <that> <laughs> I'd
1: I'd say he was one of the the, the, the like best new guests we've ever had. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I, I've been speaking that, to him. That, that, yeah. I, I've been yeah.
0: speaking to him off air and he's ready to come back on.
1: Yeah, so we need to get back on. Like, <laughs> like I love this energy, man. Loved it. Loved it.
0: Yep. Well, all I mean, I'm we, saying we, is, you know, on a Friday I do like the fun time Friday uh videos. Make sure you right. watch tomorrow's. Oh oh, oh uh, so yeah,
1: so yeah, Robert, Jeffy was a great and that is all down to he our was sponsor. Good, that is all down to our sponsor.
0: Yep. Yeah, um, you look, everybody's mentioning all of this. You're forgetting the big thing. Stephen Jones is on the show.
1: I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the vice president of, the executive vice president of the Dallas Cowboys came on our show. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. and spoke.
1: And spoke. And uh, we asked them questions that were on our minds, obviously. We couldn't always ask them any draft-related questions because that's just like, that was what we're They were the rules. They were the rules. But... Yep we had a nice really fun conversation with him and,
0: and uh, the good thing is is like you get you get these people on the show and like it's good for people like you know like or you know the UK cowboys members because they get to post these questions in that you become an entry point for them and that's what i like more than anything and uh, yeah it was a lot of fun the 24 hour like you say that the delirium at the end was a bit wild when we started talking about all the things that have happened uh, <laughs> with each other in the past—that was
2: I, a lot of fun. I, I actually likened the last forty-five minutes to an episode of Beavis and Butthead because <laughs> I that you and I were just basically my ribs. My ribs were hurting. I know yours were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, my be, wife I, thought I, I'll, my I'll wife be.
0: come down. My wife come down, and I, I was in pain. I was tears streaming down my face from laughing so much. She thought I, I'd hurt myself or something. She was like, Are you okay? I was like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm st- we're still in the middle of it. I was like, ooh. Um, yeah, she thought we genuinely, I was like, I'd done something, like I'd hurt myself. But I think, yeah, the the big take for me this year was just everybody's involvement. Um, yeah. All the people yeah. on the show, um, not just during the show, but off, and everybody who got involved with the comments and the charity, that was the big oh. one.
1: Yeah, Nobody
0: I ever faltered.
1: Also don't forget, we can't kind even of forget Shannon as well. He gave us like an insight Shannon, scoop. yeah. Like he gave us the inside scoop of the actual draft party, the yeah. layout of it with inside the star, all that paper stuff. So yeah. big so big shout out to Shannon, my boy. He's my boy. Yeah, and the, birthday, yeah the birthday
2: boy Kyle Humans as well. He shows yeah, the yeah, yeah. as well. So happy birthday. Yeah, you can't Kyle. forget
0: it, there was just so many to talk so many. about, but yeah. um, you know, like even at the end we had um we had Jake tuck and skywalker steel on brilliant yeah. both yeah. on at the same time and and um still tried to have him on loads of times and he keeps wanting us to go over with him on his show but because of the time differences and the, the shift patterns that we're all working we're always out of sync yeah so 24 hour- 24 hour show and he was just like and he said to me he's like how are we gonna do it i was like i've li- literally got all day <laughs> you come on when you want, um, but it was good because we got I mean, to finally speak having, to him.
2: Having bluff, having bluff city cowboy on at the beginning. Oh of the yeah, oh, yeah. Beginning show,
1: of the show, show. I mean, show. And Brandon as well. But a big show. Brandon,
0: yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was on as well during all uh, during the influx. Oh, you know, because oh. we had Cami, Gr- we had Cami Griffin on at the same time with him, so he was just loving all of that. I'm to but anyway, but yeah, the big one for me was just everybody's involvement. Because, like, at the end of the day, you're taking the time at home to log in, join us, send us your comments, watch us, invite us into your homes, listen to us babble. And uh, I think that's the big one, just everybody who got sending in comments. Like, even now, like, I'm looking and it's like, you know, 70 people uh, have chatted away to us um, and all the rest of it. And even the live show last week, 11,000 people joined us. Like you know, you can't argue with that. Like the 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 involvement of everybody is the biggest thing, and the message is away from it.
2: I found out yesterday that my boss had actually tuned in for a bit as well, and (laughs) he tuned in. He'd also tuned in at seven o'clock on the on the Friday as well to see if we were still going as well. So, (laughs)
0: wow, that's nuts. That's a boss checking up on you. But that is officially that is it now. No more draft season. No more UK Cowboys TV draft edition. Don't worry. It doesn't mean that the show stops. We are back (laughs) next week, next Thursday at the usual time, 9pm. But we are into the off-season program doing the positional breakdown series. Now, last year, this was my favorite bit. I like doing the draft because you know me. I I watch the college and all of that, and I absolutely love it. But looking at the roster and breaking it down, This is the fun bit. You remember, Paul, last year, we had a blast with this.
1: We had a lot of fun with it last year. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) And it's like it's it's predicting the roster and all of this now. Over the next 10 weeks, we take a position like we will next week. The quarterbacks, we look at them, break the contracts down, break scouting reports down, the depth chart down, really breaking it down and looking into it in depth. And, of course, Mm. that does mean as well that we will need your help because you guys probably know more than us. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, forget a lot as well when we're oh, back. Yeah, that, that's a great we're point. Awesome.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh, that, yes. I, we completely yes. forgot about that. Oh, thank yeah, you for yeah. that, Andrew.
0: And, the, yeah, there will be the fixtures, so we can talk about that as well. Yeah. Well, um, that,
1: that, well, that'll be good for me because I need to know after, I think there's news coming out regards to international travel after mm. May 17th. Yeah, Gotta have our jobs, mate. Gotta have our jobs. Yeah, you've got to have our jobs. Well, if that's the
0: I've case, got, I've got mine next
2: week. So
1: well, yeah, mate. I'm I'm carrying the days. I, I need if, if 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 I'm able to fly out like yeah. just like just like like giving the go ahead I want my jobs as soon as possible so I can actually get <laughs> to the home opener. So I'm to know what the home opener game is because I am booked for a whole month in Texas in September, and I'm gonna get absolutely <sighs> out my face when I'm over there.
0: <laughs> I like this one too. Jamie making up trades was fantastic.
1: <laughs> oh God. Uh, I, um, me and J me, me and J-Tuck were losing our bloody mind with that. I, I
0: know. Uh but we'll pay the bills, guys, and I'll let you you pay a sign off on the show. Um so as we just said, fixtures are coming out next week. People are having their vaccinations, which is good news as well. So if you're going in the UK to a game, or even if it's in the States and you're going to a game this year, bucket for from Cowboys Experience. They've got game day tickets, stadium tours and tailgate parties you won't want to miss. And, of course, if you go to them, send us your photos while you're there. They go all over our social media and everywhere else. And, of course, if you're going to book it, use the booking code UK cowboys, because what and happens you then?
1: You get, get free stuff. And just to
0: say the name,
1: and just to add on top of that, if it wasn't for our sponsor, we wouldn't have had for the likes of Kenny the Shark Gantt on the show. We wouldn't have had Jeff Heath on the show,
2: mm. and Drew Pearson, and Drew Pearson, Pearson. And,
1: exactly the Hall of Famer. He took time like hours before he was to go. Like like what well, the day there before. was supposed to be
0: more. There was supposed like, to be more players. Yeah, but was the, they, they are doing other things.
1: Yeah, so which we knew there was going to be uh, some maybe some cancellations in the road cruises. Yeah, it's, Jane it's, Slater like, did. Jane Slater yeah, cancelled. Yeah, we were supposed to have Jane Slater, but she will come back at some point. But yeah, yes, but, but she but, is. Like I, but like I said though, a Cowboys experience. If it's not for them, we'd be we'd be having some of these amazing guests on our show. So go and check them out, guys. But with them, get free stuff and have an amazing time when you're over there. You will see some Cowboys football. Yeah.
0: But guys, right, let's shut it down. This is emotional. Um, Not for me, is it? <laughs> this is it now. The draft season officially over. We're into the positional breakdown series next week where we get down and dirty, as I said. So, from myself, from Mr. Buckfast, and from the CEO, <laughs> <laughs> that is your official nickname. That is your official nickname. No, Mr. Uh, it Buck- has been-
1: no, no, Mr. Bucky.
0: No, all right, Mr. Pucky. (laughs) Mr. Pucky it is. (laughs) It's PDUK Cowboys TV. We'll see you next week. Sign us off then, guys.
2: Catch you later, guys. Yep. Have a good one.